I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. The thing I think that most people have to recognize is that we're all super attractors. We're just sometimes super attracting what we don't want. Yeah. So we all have the power to attract a ton into our life. And it's what we attract is what we believe. What we believe in often isn't what we focus our attention on and our thoughts on daily isn't often what we want. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a lot of tools and I could sit here and give you a mm -hmm. quick fix and just say, try this and do that. And I can do that. And I do believe in that. And I believe that that works. And I've written books about the, you know, the, the, the fast shift that we have to achieve when we're needing to get out of that funk. But I think when we're really dark and really deep, there's work to do. And that's, you know, people don't want to do the work. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Jaima Yomis, Jaima, it's Raquel, and happy Libra season. I'm actually really excited about this season because, well, may we all <laughs> find balance in areas we've perhaps felt a bit excessive in, you know, hanging out in one end of the spectrum or the other when it comes to certain avenues in life. So to just bring awareness to where we may need more balance in our lives and just set the intention to begin to thrive in that area. I think Libra season is a beautiful reminder for seeking that balance. And then may we also create more harmony within our shells, 
within ourselves and within our relationships, really our relationships to to align with those who we would love to influence our frequency in some way. And also to harness our power and establish healthy boundaries that some of us may have been too afraid to set. I remember I used to always struggle speaking my truth when it came to boundaries. Now, to be honest, I set them up right away and it <laughs> it's great because people don't take it personally because they're just like, oh, this is her boundary. This is what she prefers. And it's not personal against me. It's kind of how she is with everybody. <laughs> and that does create a lot of harmony in all my relationships. And then also, I feel that this is a beautiful season to really welcome new expansive soulmates into our lives. Yes, romantic, but also friendship soulmates or otherwise. And then, of course, like every new season, may we allow ourselves to up-level in some way, whether that be shedding many old layers that were just holding us back and releasing those old-ass thought patterns or behaviors that are just not doing us any service anymore, or even stepping in and tapping in to a newfound power within and thoroughly embodying it. That's one of my favorite things. I think all of us using the energies of the cosmos, especially with the moons, being able to awaken a new beginning. Every month we get to do that. I mean, I think that's pretty awesome. <laughs> also, with these new beginnings, we shall attract a season beyond our wildest dreams, consciously creating our realities in every moment. And so may we become super attractors in the creation of how our life unfolds, intentionally manifesting our life beyond what our minds may even imagine, envision for ourselves. So I think the beginning of a new season is the perfect time to release this episode with one of my old teachers since the beginning of my spiritual journey, Gabrielle Bernstein, who I would love to influence my frequency <laughs> because oof, oof, this woman in darkness and light is a force of nature. I mean, you can feel it in her energy during this episode. I honor it. I honor her. I believe I actually found her through Oprah's Super Soul Sunday and since then she indeed became a somebody that I just resonated deeply with but you know she did not know exactly that she was one of my teachers in the beginning of my spiritual journey as all of you know I was obsessed with reading all the books listening to all the books all the podcasts all the talks all the spiritual teachers and wisdom that I could soak up, just soaking up in abundance of all these universal truths that drew me in. And of course, Gabby Bernstein has been a go-to for many for over a decade now, indeed. And, and though most of you indeed are very familiar with Gabby and her work, for anyone that might not, well, Gabby She's not only a number one New York Times bestselling author and an international speaker, she is also a spirit junkie whose spirituality saved her in October of 2005 when 
She had a moment of hitting rock bottom. She needed to get sober and she got sober. That happens for so many. Their awakening happens during their darkest hours. When she chose sobriety, she says that was the day that she became a spirit junkie. And this is where she really started to explore so many different spiritual practices, meditations, principles, and that aligned her with this purpose of sharing these messages with the world, the hundreds of thousands, millions that can relate to her. Now, her new book that just came out last week, which is, of course, a New York Times bestseller, number one, <laughs> Super Attractor, is actually her seventh book. Yeah, yeah, her seventh. Attracting, super attracting her to come on your own magic, we attracted this. And I am beyond thankful and I'm excited for you to soak in the golden pebbles of brilliance that Gabby happens to share. <laughs> we get deep in this episode as we both have struggled with mental health perhaps why our focus has been so spiritually centric for our healing you know i've always admired gabby's courageous honesty admitting her struggles knowing that if she does share these messages they will heal others or help others along their journey even if that's simply just finding compassion for their situation. Here, you'll hear her talk about depression, postpartum depression, and other moments of darkness, but also many, many moments of light too, and what does light her up during those times. We also talk about what inspired this book, as she's clearly a super attractor, and has indeed a lot to share about helping us become super attractors too and what that even means to her. When it comes to super attracting, she'll teach us how to do less and attract more, the power of surrender and finding your soul's purpose as you do what lights you up. So her book is out. It launched last Tuesday. We wanted to make sure this episode came into your ears when this book was already out. And so I'm gonna leave the link for that in the show notes. I would love it if you were to tag me and to tag Gabby in your Insta story while listening to this. I will happily send two of you a copy for free of her new book, as clearly that's obviously my form of advertisement to spread your own magic because I truly trust my friends when they listen to something that they find very powerful so i'll often listen to what they share and so it's so true the power that you hold the influence that you hold with those around you whether you realize it or not and i think that you all are indeed the most powerful form of spreading any message so i will happily send two of you a copy for free if you tag gabby and i on your insta story listening to this podcast and that's also a thank you honestly for making this dream a come true because of you guys sharing this podcast on your stories or just simply sending it to your friends this has made your own magic what it is today uh entity in and of itself because of you so thank you so much for making this dream come true and allowing me to bring on brilliant visionaries brilliant souls like gabby bernstein to come on to the podcast. So, ugh, I fucking love you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> as cliche as that sounds, I just truly would not be able to do this without you. 
and for you guys to be expanded enough to know that there is no such thing as scarcity that helping others succeed also helps your success in whatever you intend to endeavor i noticed that that happens for me when i help others it just kind of you know what goes around comes around <laughs> And you know what? I haven't done in a minute a Yomi review of the week, but you know what? I might as well go grab a few. <laughs> All right. Um, this one is from Marls XOXO. Raquel is such a beautiful day of sunshine. Be probably meant to say beautiful ray. And while I have been a longtime listener, I have recently got back into regularly listening. This podcast has really helped me flow with life and learn about so many interesting spiritual topics with just insightful guests. Sending you love, Raquel. I'm sending you love too, Marls. Thank you so much. And I am thankful that you got back into it <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of expansive conscious stuff to talk about that is in store for you and then also her adventure i first heard raquel's sweet soothing voice over a year ago and i will never be the same this soul awakening podcast has been my go-to tool for grounding self-expansion and confidence in knowing that i too can use my soft spirit in a way that empowers others beyond the heavens whether i'm running on the trail cooking cleaning stretching or simply laying in bed this podcast is my go-to raquel's glowing spirit and the wisdom and love that oozes from each and every guest leave my entire being empowered giving me exactly what I need to go into the world and expand. My heart is comforted, my soul awakened, and my mind is left open with each new episode. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Thank you, Raquel, Soul Tribe, and all guests, future and past, for adding so much light to my path so I too may help light the way for others. Is there any more meaningful gift? There is not a better gift. <laughs> No, but thank you to whoever wrote this. These words are so poetic, so beautiful. You may or may not be my friend Brittany. Um, you might be because your username is Her Adventure and her and her husband's YouTube channel is called Mr. and Mrs. Adventure, which they're my new friends via pen pal and you need to go check out their YouTube on live in the van life because it is absolutely phenomenal entertaining they are truly glowing souls themselves but to whoever wrote this Brittany or another soul I love you thank you so much I love you both Marls and her adventure both of these were just not gonna lie medicine for my soul <laughs> all right there are some spots left off-site not on-site unfortunately on-site Sedona retreat is sold out with Brie Melanson and I but we do have some off-site left so go ahead go on your own magic.life click on retreat see if there's still some spots available by sending in your application I will let you know um, because I don't know what day you're listening to this but yeah if there's a spot available it's time to snag it <laughs> we only have about four off-site spots available I believe don't let that discourage you. Um, would love for you to apply. Now, with all of that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Gabby Bernstein.
amazing. You were actually in my dream last night. Oh, wait, I'm very cool. <laughs> yeah, it was actually really cool. I was like, oh, this is a good sign. All right. There we go. I want you to know right now how much of an impact you've had on this wild ride of a journey I've been on for the past five years. You were actually one of my first teachers about five years ago. So this moment means the world to me. And I thank you so much for your time, Gabby. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy we're doing this. Oh, me too. And also, I want you to know when I lived in Bali, I didn't even have one dime to my name. Well, I probably had like $10 in my bank account at a time. So I would walk everywhere, even on dangerous roads where I shouldn't because I didn't want to pay a dollar for a taxi. And you were one of the souls that I would just, you know, really listen to. And you were one I really deeply connected with. And so skip ahead to now where I'm feeling abundant because I was able to truly listen to the beings like you and the souls like you that, you know, just share shifted everything in my trajectory. So you, you're a catalyst on this wild ride of a journey. You also, your dragonfly story, your dragonfly story was really the one that planted the seed for me to communicate with my guides. In fact, I feel like a lot of your guidance, I'm so deeply connected to my guides now and I've helped my listeners with that. So it's a beautiful snowball effect right now that's happening. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Beautiful. So good. So good. So good. Well, yeah. Before we begin, may I say a prayer for us? Sure. Wonderful. (sighs) Dear angels and divine guidance, may you use Gabby and I as a vessel to deliver a shared truth from our hearts and allowing this human mind, the ego of our minds to take a back seat for a minute as we stay present and open with love and compassion for each other and bring light to any experience and lessons and messages from our lives. And I am so, you know, you can feel how thankful I am for this moment with her as you've seen how she's helped me through my journey and understanding my soul and tapping into you. So I'm so thankful for this. And may we also have the tech gods be with us too. And also may we just help shift the lives for the better with everyone listening in one way or more. Uh-huh. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So Gabby, you have shared your story, your many different stories, probably on a thousand different interviews. So feel free to share for this first initial beginning story that maybe something new that you've been itching to share that perhaps comes to heart or, you know, or something that you just haven't shared too much that comes to heart that you feel the listeners may want to hear. There's so much I want to share about. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm sure. Um, I think I think most recently something that's been really interesting for me is I've been practicing uh, some of the work of Dr. Sarno, and his work is all around uh, the mind-body prescription is what he calls it, and it's all about how some of our physical conditions are psychosomatic and not actually physical conditions. And so this has been really cool stuff that I've been diving deeply into applying in my own life, being the guinea pig. And I plan to bring this into my work in a major, major way, particularly when I write a book about uh, trauma. So uh, this is something that's on the docket for me, but it is excellent. And I've been having an incredible experience (gasps) studying his work. So there's a book that he's written called How to Heal Back Pain. And then there's the mind-body prescription. I'm also reading The Divided Mind. I'm just, I'm obsessed with this guy. And uh, yeah. I wrote Mm -hmm. all this down. So Dr. Sarno. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of like Dr. Jo- if you're familiar, Dr. Joe Dispenza's his take on quantum physics, or is it slightly different? Yeah, Joe's speaking a lot of this. Uh, yeah. But it's a specific it's a specific diagnosis that he gives people. Wow. And uh, hold tight, I'm gonna do oh. a lot of I'm gonna do a lot of work on this. Get ready. I love it. Okay, hold tight. Yeah. Okay, buckling up. Yes. So one thing though is that you are you're launching Super Attractor and. Mm. I'm so curious, what in the world is a super attractor versus just, you know, simply an attractor? So the thing I think that most people have to recognize is that we're all super attractors. We're just sometimes super attracting what we don't want. Oh, yeah. And so we all have the power to attract a ton into our life. And it's what we attract is what we believe. What we believe in often isn't what we what we focus our attention on and our thoughts on daily isn't often what we want. Mm-hmm. So this book is about getting yourself into alignment so that you can attract what you do want rather than what you don't want. Now, but what if we feel totally out of alignment yet we're, you know, we're doing all the things we're trying to shift those positive thoughts. We're meditating, we're doing yoga yet at the same time, we have this dark lens that we're waking up with this dark cloud, which was definitely me this past year, except for the past few months, I've been able to tap out of it. And I, don't regret it at all because I'm now truly able to see that light that I was supposed to experience after listening to people like you for so long. It was almost like the universe was like, all right, so you know the concepts, but um, <clears throat> want to apply them? Yeah, so, totally. Those times, those dark times or those negative thoughts can also help kick us into becoming more magnetic and super attractors. Mm-hmm. But how do we recognize the difference? Well, I think that when, what, you know, when we recognize what we don't want. Abraham Hicks says, when you recognize what you don't want, you know what you do want. Oh, yeah. So the tough times have, for me, been the catalyst for resurrection in many instances, like really been this opportunity for me to change my energy, change my thoughts, change my belief systems. And while I have been through a lot of tough times, particularly in the last four years, I definitely believe and know that they have brought me closer to alignment. So it, it all depends on what we do with the tough times. Are we going to become the victim of our tough times or are we going to be brave enough to go deep and heal? And that's something that I really uh, want to reiterate over and over again. And I think that's something that people should reiterate in their minds over and over again. Am I a victim in this? And why am I assuming I'm a victim in this? And how do we shift out of that victim mentality? Because that changes the game. Totally. That's exactly right. Yeah. But how, how do you shift out of that victim mentality? It's a choice I have to make because, yeah. lady, man, I have been hit with some hard shit in the past <laughs> yep. four years. And I you know, had to keep showing up and I had to, I continued to write books and I continued to give talks and I continued to show up for the pregnancy and, and birthing and postpartum. And so, and my family and my husband and my son and all the things Mm -hmm. that I'm responsible for in this lifetime. So I have had to show up and therefore I've had to go deep. And that doesn't come without a tremendous amount of spiritual growth and personal development work that includes multiple therapists and uh, mm-hmm. a devoted EFT and meditation practice and eating certain foods and just being committed and on a devoted spiritual path. And that's the way that I have been able to survive and thrive. So that's the answer. Well, you clearly are so good at just, you know, taking care of yourself, even when it feels 
a little off Mm. and being so okay. Like, even though you are, people probably have created many stories of you since you are a spiritual teacher, you know, they've created all these different narratives of the type of person you are. So there was probably, I'm curious if there was a period of time where when you were in this light, you felt like you had to show up as this one person and then you wanted to also yet express your truth. That takes a lot of courage to be like, yo, I'm going to also get help. I'm going to also seek help in my own way. And I'm going to continue this because I'm human. You don't need to put me on this pedestal. Oh yeah. No, I've never wanted anyone to put me on a pedestal. And in fact, it's something I teach in all the work that I, that I share in the world is don't make an idol of someone. And yeah. uh, in addition, I've just spent my entire career telling the truth. So yeah. Never have I felt like a fraud. Never have I felt like I was uh, not not showing up in an authentic way because yes. because I've over and over again continued to tell the truth. I think that's why I really resonate with you, and I just mm-hmm. love the person you are, the soul you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels good to tell the truth, and it's for me the only way to teach. I, I there's just no. I mean, I just wouldn't be able to walk out the door and and show face in the world if I wasn't being authentic. Yeah. Authenticity is also key to becoming a magnet to attracting all the things we desire. In the book, when you talk about attraction, you know, a lot of people, they their mind instantly goes to, oh, manifest money or something like that. But I'm sure it's beyond that. You've expanded from that too. It might be that as well. Do you mind giving us a little bit of glimpse of what you're talking about when it comes to attracting and being a super attractor? You know, this book is about feeling good and it's about when you feel good, you attract the things you want into your life. But the biggest manifestation that the book focus on is on, focuses on is how to feel good Ooh, and yes. really making feeling good a priority, even when you're going through tough times. And yes. that's something that I can really speak to is that, you know, I've been going through these tough times, but I've been having a good experience because even in the midst of the discomfort, I can say this is bringing me closer to he- true healing. Mm-hmm. And I can celebrate that along the way. So I think that there's there's an opportunity for all of us to to go through life with the attitude of I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to move through this with grace or the attitude of I'm the victim of the world I see and that's going to be a choice we yeah. make. Yeah. What is something um if you feel like sharing perhaps that you went through the past 4 years that that you know might have been a little bit of a dark cloud, but you found some light in it. I do. I can say that I have found found a lot of healing and shift and purpose in what I've been through. And so, uh, most recently, I've suffered from uh, postpartum anxiety, depression, and, and insomnia. And there's great. There's been great purpose in that, and it brought me to my knees again. And it cracked me open and it was by far the scariest experience of my entire life. But what's yeah. beautiful about it is that I have a really authentic place now where I can speak to what mental illness is and biochemical issues. And that's something that I never understood. And I probably blew off and I probably wasn't speaking well. I wasn't in an educated way speaking about it. And a lot of spiritual teachers out there are not speaking about it correctly mm-hmm. and blowing it off, frankly. And mental illness is, you know that you have a mental illness condition when your meditation no longer works and when you're, uh, you know, when, when you're not able to sleep at night or you're having panic attacks or you're having, you know, harmful thoughts towards yourself, right? So this is no joke. Women die from it. And I am going to be a voice for this so, so that I can be of service in the biggest way possible. And 
And I know ultimately I will save lives as a result of talking about my postpartum. Whoa. Okay. So major chills. Um, When you realize your meditation's not working anymore and that there's something wrong. And I know that the past year I had been recognizing that, okay, my biochemical, like my mind can be wired in a certain way that can kind of put me in a, what we would label as like a depressive state. Mm. And so I didn't feel like posting much. I posted on my podcast. This was my glimmer of light. So I'm starting to just be open about my experience, yet I'm not at all educated about really what mental illness and mental health is and how that can affect, you know, your happiness. And so the fact that you're writing about this, just thank you. Thank you so much Mm -hmm. for us to become these attractors of things that light us up. So we are in that dark place that nothing feels like it's lighting us up. We can't find that light at all. What are some suggestions you might have in store for us to, you know, maybe uh, dip our toe into? I think you have to assess where you're at. You know, is this, is this just a situational thing or is this a, a biochemical issue? And sometimes you can't assess it for yourself. You can ask, you know, you can get a therapist or a psychiatrist to support you in the diagnosis of where you're at. But most people, I would say, you know, a lot of a lot of people are really just suffering from situational depression or or uh, trauma fear trauma fear from childhood, mm-hmm. uh, unresolved rage and anger, and these are things that you know don't require psychiatric right. help, but they require therapy. They require a, a commitment to go deep, and they require a devoted sadhana, a devoted spiritual practice. And so in my sadhana, I, I, I practice EFT, I practice transcendental meditation, and then part of my sadhana is also just physical activity and movement. And so just devoting time daily, whatever time you can find, waking up earlier, doing, you know, creating the space mm-hmm. to be putting your, your well-being and your energy first. And you know, I have a lot of tools, and I could sit here and give you a mm-hmm. quick fix and just say, try this and do that. And I can do that. And I do believe in that. And I believe that that works. And I've written books about the, you know, the, the, the fast shift that we have to achieve when we're needing to get out of that funk. But I think when we're really dark and really deep, there's, there's, there's work to do. And that's, you know, people don't want to do the work. I, I wrote a book called, called Judgment Detox. And yeah. it's, it's one of my, it's the best, most important book I've ever written. And it's by far not the most popular because it's a lot of work. Or, or they see the word judgment and they are judging themselves, you know, subconsciously, but they might think that that's not their problem when of course it's the fear of the work. Yeah, I agree. That was a powerful book. Just the most important book, I think. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I love all of the babies. I love the universe has your back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm proud of the books and I'm thrilled about my new book that's coming out and I I am you know pumped about all of it so, so. <laughs> well I'm glad that you're also just so listening and so guided but okay perhaps for the listeners that you know haven't really heard much about your journey for the past four years when it comes to you recognizing these mental issues that you were experiencing and what what was the catalyst that made you realize this was an experience for you? I think it all started in 2016 when I remembered a childhood trauma mm. that rocked me and sent me into uncovering dissociated memories. And I think that for the past four years, I've been on a devoted, devoted path to heal that trauma. And uh, I don't think that that was unrelated to the 
postpartum anxiety well, although it did become a biochemical issue because it was no longer something I could control. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, when were you pregnant? Um, I delivered my son um, December 18th. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And then Sorry, December 19th, 2018. I always get confused because <laughs> Oh my gosh. He's a yeah. Sag. My dad was the my dad's uh December 20th, but 1944. My husband's a Sag. I got a lot of Sag men in my world. Yeah. Oh, what are you? What's your zodiac sign? Scorpio. Oh, that's right. I knew that actually. Yes. Mm -hmm. So intense. But before we try to laugh too much. So when you did have your son, I think you said you were experiencing some postpartum depression, correct? Yeah. Do you mind sharing us a bit about that journey and perhaps the light you might have found at that time or what you discovered with yourself or finding compassion for this experience? Because it is a beautiful experience and we don't have to label, you know, certain things like as a bad thing because it's, you know, a human. No, the good, great, great things came of it, but it was pretty dark at the time. Yeah, um, of course. So I don't want to belittle, I don't want to in any way minimize what it is because it is no joke. Um, and I didn't mean to. I didn't no, mean I, to. I don't think you did. And the truthfully, like if you haven't gone through it, you would never be able to fully understand what. And I hope no one ever has to know what what that kind of sadness is. But it, it's yeah. sad. And um, ultimately, what I got from that was that there was a cracking open for me. And I, I was cracked open in a way I've never been cracked open before. I'm so vulnerable. Damn. And I had to you know, I believe it was my faith and my spiritual foundation that helped me live through that, frankly. Uh, if I didn't have the foundation and the resources and, this, and the stability in place that I had, I might not have lived through that. So, you know, that's real. And I got to tell people, I got to talk about it because I need to support as many people as possible in what this is and let them know that they're not alone. And with a mental health issue comes a lot of shame. And so I felt a very tremendous shame when I was trying to reach out when I was first diagnosed. And as soon as I felt that shame, I said, I got to get on the internet and talk about this because I knew that, yeah. that living in that shame was going to only take me down. So I, uh, I made it a commitment to, to, to speak up quickly. I'm so, so thankful that you took this, this experience and made it a message, but I'm also just so thankful that you're here. Oh, thank you. I'm so thankful. How important was the role of just simply surrendering? I mean, it's the whole role. Like I couldn't have like made it through without that, without that just true surrender and trust. And yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy to, it's not easy to surrender when you want to control. Like for me, I want to control the outcome and I want to control my, you know, my, my recovery. And I was just so obsessed with trying to get better. And uh, what I had to really accept is that this is going to be a, a, a process and that each day I had an opportunity to get closer to feeling good, but it was going to be a bit of a process. And you just took it day by day. Mm, only one day at a time kind of thing. One day at a time kind of thing. Did you reach out to your guidance team? Oh, well, of course. I mean, I know that my guides were there every step of the way. Yeah. And, and even when I couldn't hear that connection because I was so far removed, I prayed every single yeah. moment. Yeah. And I know that that is what led me to the right doctors and the right, the right guides to help heal me. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. And do you feel like you're still experiencing it to this day? You don't mind me asking. Um, yeah, I am way, way better, but I am not totally in a stable 
totally stable in the sense of like, right. um, you know, I have to be very cautious with my sleep hygiene. I have to be mm -hmm. cautious with my um, caffeine intake. And, you know, I just have to really watch myself and, and I, my, and I have to do, and I cannot, I cannot in any way um, miss any of my spiritual foundational work. I have to really be on top of that. Oh yeah. Thank you for also saying that, that you are very cautiously aware of your caffeine intake and I'm sure also what you feed your body with and also, you know, I'm making sure that you do put your spiritual practices, just whatever lights you up first, just to keep you grounded. Mm -hmm. That's so important. I, I have a feeling you're very in tune with your body and what nourishes it best. So it thrives in that day because it's so important to have that mind and body connection. All right, Yomis. So a quick interruption to talk about a sponsor who has been here since day one. So some of you may be very familiar, but I encourage you to continue to listen to this short little ad as you may or may not know the power of hum nutrition and everything that they provide. I've been receiving lots of messages of how hum has helped them in some way. A lot of people, it seems like myself, love their gut instinct. It's like... Uh, it is a powerful probiotic. It actually has 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and each bottle has 30 vegan capsules for you. So you get your 30-day supply. And it really has helped my gut fight a lot of different issues, especially somebody that does eat a lot of fiber. I realized that um, that did have an impact on my gut in some way. So it's nice to have the proper digestive enzymes and probiotics in there to allow myself to run a little more smoothly, if you know what I'm saying. And then also for those of us who are turning 30 soon or over 30, you know, age just kind of becomes a thing. It's part of this human experience. Well, I also recommend their turning back time as it's just a natural way to provide ourselves with the age-defying skin cell protection supplements that they provide, such as turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium leucotomos as a UV guard. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going with it. <laughs> so 20% off for the Soul Tribe. Still an offer for you when you go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC. And there's still just so much more. I highly recommend that you get a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the perfect supplement for you. They find the highest quality ingredients to help a variety of common health issues such as tummy problems or helping our skin glow, our nails grow for energy, speeding up that metabolism, or maybe those who want a natural sleep formula. I mean, hum, they've got you covered with their gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So there you go. <laughs> go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com promo code magic side note a lot of times they also have like 25% off when you get three bottles so you can type in the promo code on top of that 25% off and so that's yeah a lot right right <laughs> and just so you know because I was curious for you on your behalf 
I grabbed three different items just to test this out. So Daily Cleanse, Killer Nails, and Gut Instinct. And the subtotal was $60. My savings saved $24 with my discount. And so the total with those three was $36 for three different powerful supplements. Okay, anyways, back to the show. Besides, you know, your spiritual practices, what, what are things that do put a smile on your face at this time? The number one thing that lights me up is um, a eight-month-old boy named Oliver, my son. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean, it's no joke. He's like unreal. I love this child. He's just brought so much light to my life. Oh, beautiful. I'm just scrolling through. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find a picture of him. I don't post my son on the internet. That's what I thought. No. So what's the reasoning no. for this, which I totally... Oh, I, I mean, I don't want to come across as offensive to anyone, but I think it's disrespectful to post your children on the internet if you... Yeah, I just think, especially if you have, a, have like a public platform or something, like uh, um, I just, I just think that no, not in your private platform with your friends and whatever, yeah. but it's dangerous. And if they didn't ask for it, and they're going to grow up and say, say later, like you know, what the hell happened here? And um, I want him to make his own choices about how he's seen. I totally honor that. Yes, that makes so much sense too. Because yeah, he didn't choose. Be in this mm -mm, no way <laughs> no way no way um so oliver lights you up and then what about when oliver's not around what are some things that you know just let you up a bit uh i really like to exercise so yeah. i mean exercise just brings me um, a lot of joy and a lot of relief i have probably the best group of girlfriends on the planet i am just so lucky I can't even begin to tell you. So my <laughs> my girlfriends are definitely part of what lights me up most. And my husband, of course, I have an extremely, extremely smart and fun and artistic husband who is also a genius. And Ooh, yes. the fact that we can work together too. I mean, he runs, he runs my business. So it's really just <sighs> a wonderful relationship. That's amazing. Mm -hmm, That's amazing. And does he... Does not run my business? He runs our business. Forgive me. Our business. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there you go. He's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I respect... I mean, listen, this. I wouldn't be able to grow the way I've been growing in the last five years since he's been working with me if he hadn't been there. So oh, yeah, really exceptional. Powerhouse. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, how do we align with our soul's purpose versus like noticing our ego's desires and our soul's purpose is always evolving like your messages are always evolving but how do we know that this is a soul's purpose versus an ego's desire well i think that we know it's our soul's purpose when we would do it even if we had no recognition for it no financial reward for it no acknowledgement and it was just something that we felt we had to do and so if somebody were to say to me like okay, um, if this wasn't your career and you had to, you know, find a profession that you earn money somewhere else and, you know, you didn't have any resources, would you still do this work? And I was like, fuck yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, I would, if, even if I, even if there was no, no fight, no, like if they, if no one paid me for it, if nobody, um, gave me any, any recognition, if no one, you know, there was no, no uh, feedback at all. I would do this work for free. Yeah. I would do this 
And I continue, and I have many ways that I do it for free because I just, it's my passion and it's my purpose. And so I think that's one way to know that your ego is not involved is if, you know, you would just do it no matter what. I mean, this is an example. You're here. I'm not paying you. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I just want to put it out into the world. And I, look, I think that, that the things that we do by choice are the things that are, 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 are the work that, that God's bringing through us. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. How can we also see what God is bringing through to us, especially when we might be in perhaps one of those darker states? It's hard to see all the beautiful miracles that are unfolding before us. Um, But how can we like open our senses and become in the receptive mode to really witnessing the beauty and the vibrancy that's around us when we're in those Mm. spaces? In my book, uh, The Universe Has Your Back, I wrote a chapter called uh, Universal Assignments and really reiterated over and over again that that there are a tremendous amount of opportunities in the darkest moments of our life and when we face when we when we are brave enough to face those dark times with everything and go in head first and just get through it that's when we can come out the other side and say, okay, I understand why this happened to me now. Yes, exactly. And it's so key in order for us to embrace this present moment and all these different miracles that come, but also have more compassion for our past experiences that we were holding on to subconsciously, which I know is actually a big part of your book too, is talking about releasing the past in order to step into a brighter future, no longer hold on to the fear of the future, as you talk about. Do you mind talking Mm. about that a bit? Like how can we safely release our past in order to no longer fear our future? So I think that we have to be willing to face dark moments in order to heal them into completion. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we can't have quantum shifts and have a moment where we're just like, oh, I'm done with that. You know, like mm-hmm. that happened, that happened for me in some areas of my life. But when it <laughs> came to trauma and it, when it came to the deep rooted dissociated experiences and the memories that were the unconscious, the unconscious has a battle with the conscious mind and they, and the battle is such that the unconscious mind, this is what Sarno talks about is has this impermissible fear and rage and anger and, and sadness that, it will not let out. And that's where the heavy lifting occurs. That's where the willingness to do therapeutic work and the will and trusting that the therapy is part of your spiritual practice because your guides and God and angels, they all will work through this therapy, these therapists. So, (sighs) you know, don't just don't say, Oh, I've just got a spiritual practice. I don't need therapy. Recognize that therapy is part of your spiritual practice or a, a social worker or a life coach or whatever it is that you are guided to. Uh, but, but going into the, going into the wound and in my book, judgment detox, I talk about, uh, the second step is about facing your wounds. Mm -hmm. And so honoring your wounds Mm -hmm. and that step is healing, healing those darker places so that we can be free of judgment and ultimately free of free of the traumas and free of the stories and free of the belief systems. Oh, yes. I think it was Rumi, right? That said. The wound is the place where the light enters you. Ah, I knew you would know it. I knew you would know it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that hits home. That hits home. Okay, so my father, you know, like I told you, he was born December 20th, 1944. He's a Sagittarius and he's also 
pretty um, set in his ways when it comes to, well, he, he, he doesn't believe in therapy and he doesn't really have a spiritual practice. But of course, I've had to let me wanting to help him and like open him up to this go, let him just be, let him just live. But how do we help people recognize like it's okay to get help? It's okay to get therapy? Or do you think that they just kind of must seek that on their own, find it on their own? Oh yeah, I mean, you can you can be a guide only to the extent that someone wants guidance. Yes. So you, you know you can't you can't you can't coach your dad. You can't coach your, your husband. You can't you know. <laughs> yeah. You can you can guide people like for instance like you know I'm so like jazzed about the Sarno stuff and I wanted my husband. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you read the book? Did you read the book? Did you read the book? And he's like. No, and so I'm just like, you know, the, like the, the, he doesn't want it. It's not his path, and so I want him to do it, and I want him to have this, the freedom from it. But I can, you know, all I can do is just talk about it, about how what it means to me. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. I had an episode recently with this guy named Charlie Rocket, and we were in Ubud, and we were both kind of experiencing the same thing where we had lost some weight. Of course, it had to do with being cautious of our health, but it also had to do with finding more love for ourselves. To be honest, that's actually more so like I started to just embrace who I am, how I am, fall more in love with myself. There's still, of course, always work to do, you know, Mm -hmm. but because I had been doing a lot of the work, especially during year 28 of my life, 2018 to, you know, like I said, just a few months ago, pretty much when I started to feel more light and do and let go, release a lot of those past traumas, the past, it's like this weight that I was holding on to just kind of started releasing perhaps just like the psychosis of that energy, that stagnant energy staying within. And then finally, like when it releases, you feel like somewhat lighter and it's not about the weight. It's not about like body shape or whatever. It's just about that energetic lightness when I felt so heavy. Uh, Do you think that that's a huge part of the experience? Oh yeah. I mean, there's your body holds what you don't, what you've been afraid to let go of. Mm. So when we, when we go to those places that scare us and have sometimes it seems like a little bit of an exorcism. You know, I've been doing EMDR <laughs> therapy, and it's it, it, is, it is like an exorcism. Wow, I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. It's like things just like come out. EMDR, yeah, right, yeah. Um, and when we do that, we feel new, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is a beautiful thing. Um, but what are some of the vehicles that can help us undo these belief systems? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in my book, Super Attractor, I have countless methods for undoing those belief systems and tra- and transforming those fears. And 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 one of them in particular is a method that I put in the book called the Choose Again Method. And it's about recognizing the thought and how it makes you feel. And then the second step is to forgive yourself for having that thought and forgive the thought altogether. Oof, that's so hard sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then the third step is to choose again, to choose the next best feeling thought. And then that's a practice that I recommend the reader do all day, every day, all throughout the day. Yeah. Choose the best thought. What if it feels very forced though? Like what if it feels like you're almost... Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't reach for something that feels forced. You have to, uh, you know, go, go for what, what is 
relevant to you in this yeah. moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So another thing that you highlight is do less and attract more. And that, mm -hmm. of course, lights up a lot of eyeballs <laughs> and ears and souls. So um, I'm curious what that means, do less and attract more. Well, I think one of the biggest blocks to being a positive super attractor is that we try to prove ourselves. We try to control outcomes. We try to force things into being. Uh, so, the, so the secret here ultimately is to have more fun be more relaxed, yeah. stop pushing, controlling, and trying to make things happen and do less to attract more. Oh, yes. So it's not even just about work, for example. Oh, it's dating. It's, it's health. It's work. It's, you know. And now, meanwhile, if you've been somebody who's just like not showing up for your well-being or not showing up for your work, like you have to know. Right, that's different. You no, know, you can't just, this isn't an thing. <laughs> okay, you could all be just lazy, you know. <laughs> I'll just watch Netflix and I'll attract boy. Mm -hmm. yeah, not quite. <laughs> and then I've heard you talk about how important it is to have fun on this journey. So what role has having fun played in your attracting? Well, all of it, right? The more <laughs> joy I have, the more connected I feel to the guidance that's available to me. The more I attract into my life, the happier my family is, the happier my team are. Just everything around me flows when I'm in having when I'm in joy. So yeah, yeah, that's a big part of the book. Well, okay. That's great. That's a big part of the book. That's also a huge thing that I've just been flowing with. Of course I have the things that I must do in order to continue to expand in my career. Yet at the same time, I'm really putting fun first. And I think that that has quantumly in a sense helped a lot more beautiful things that I didn't even know I would end up aligning with align. It's so crazy how that happens when you are in that feeling of just having fun. Mm -hmm. Fun is the answer. All right, Yomi. So I know many of you are extremely intuitive. In fact, I'm pretty sure all of you are, whether you know it or not. And a lot of you, in fact, every one of you have quite strong psychic senses as well that perhaps you have not yet tapped into or perhaps you'd like to strengthen and if I could have taken each and every one of you to at least just come a witness the transformation that I got to witness in person during this Bali retreat to see how Brie was able to really transform all of us including myself to fully strengthen and tap more deeply into our clear senses then I would be happy for you because it was powerful AF. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. My biggest passion and joy comes from empowering others. And one of my biggest messages is that, you know, we are all intuitive. It is an innate skill that's within us. We're generally just not taught what to do with it or how to use these skills. Um, and they just lie dormant, more or less. Um, so I created this program, which is Psychic Bootcamp. It's a 10-week online program. But it's super hands-on, and you get to practice with other students in the class, and so many people make friends. It's a really beautiful community, and it's really the only way that I'm working with people right now. So I do a monthly group coaching, um, so it's fully supported, and we just basically go from zero to psychic hero. Um, but yeah, just, you know, if you're an empath, 
you are an empath because you're a human. Uh, we, we work around boundaries and maintaining really healthy boundaries so you never experience anything that you don't want to and you like work out those fears about the other side, which we've all, a lot of us have, have experienced. Uh, we do angel readings and spirit guides and soul readings and animal communication. Oh my gosh, she has so many life-shifting tools in her courses. Her soul sculpting, psychic boot camp, and the belief reprogram. What is it called? Belief yeah, reprogramming. I don't even know what I called it, but there's a. <laughs> it's a mini course of soul sculpt, and yeah. so it's at like a cheaper price. Um, mm-hmm. And it's basically the first couple modules of soul sculpt. So you learn the formulas that we kind of discussed, and there's a bunch of meditations and yeah. ways to begin to clear those out on an energetic conscious level and then soul sculpt is like longer 10 week goes deeper into yeah. all this work psychic boot camp as it sounds you already mm-hmm. know um mm-hmm. but i want to gift your listeners uh 10 percent off yeah mm-hmm. for all of the things Thank all the things you. i'm gonna put her link in the show notes it's briemelanson.com and the code is magic because duh because <laughs> duh <laughs> Again, we talked a lot about how your guides were helping you in this process, even if you couldn't hear them. But at the same time, your faith and just you, you just knew they were around and you knew God was holding you. But it's so hard when you are in that dark space, you know, how can in that dark space you do your, I don't want to say do your best, but, you know, really trust that your guidance team is there supporting you and that you're not alone because we want you here. I think that when we're in our darkest moments, sometimes can be the moments when we hear the most also. So I don't think that we have to see it as just also, as just a block. For sure. For sure. Sometimes when we really hit a bottom is when we can hear that inner voice say, this is the next step. Mm-hmm. So, but also when we're in those dark moments, we, we are often more surrendered yeah. because we just feel more, sometimes more desperate. So I would see it as an opportunity for an opening for you and to really just just call on the guidance as much as possible. A lot of times people wait until their supposed rock bottom to finally just surrender and allow it to happen. Mm, Yeah. But Mm -hmm. even if we're feeling great, how can we just surrender to this process and not try to control everything Mm -hmm. um, in our future and just allow it to just be? Mm -hmm. I think that there's, there's actually a whole chapter in Super Attractor about surrender Mm. and the spiritual steps to surrender. So that's, that's, that's something I want people to have to wait for. (laughs) But I also recognize that that surrender sounds sort of like this catchphrase and it's like, oh yeah, great. Let it go. Whatever. (laughs) But it has to be a priority in our life in order to feel, to feel the, the, the flow that is available to us. So for me, I surrender and stop controlling by focusing on what's thriving rather than what's not working. Yeah. I go out of my way to pay attention to the guidance that's around me. I will tune in more through prayer and meditation mm-hmm. more frequently if I feel like I'm not surrendering. I will stop talking so much about issues and, and be a little bit more like practice more silence. Ooh, that right there. So powerful because I too can be quite a talker, Mm. but then sometimes 
honestly, just being present in that moment, for example, somebody comes to you, you feel like you want to give all the advice or you want to vent away about something, but simply just being silent and just being present Mm -hmm. can be healing in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Totally. And uh, just a couple more questions. Are you available for a quick round of rapid fire? Yeah, girl, let's go. Yes. Okay, amazing. Well, before that, I really want to know um, how people can show up for their life in order to bring more light into the world just for themselves. Because I know you, you have a baby. You've got little Oliver. Yet at the same time, you got to show up for Gabby in order to really show up for Oliver. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I think that that we have to put our self-care and our spiritual practice first because without that we can't show up for our lives our children our work whatever it is that we need to do in this world so however you and everybody can can put their spiritual practice first even if they have you know a crazy commute you know meditate on the train if they're you know up early with kids get up or before them uh, just find the windows Mm -hmm. and create the space because with that will come a lot of relief and that 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 joy that you look for and you long for. Oh, you have a way with words and stringing together perfect sentences that are simple but just resonate. It's just simple truths. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're mm-hmm. welcome. All right. Now, are you ready for a rapid fire? Or yes, is there yeah. anything else you want to say that comes I want a about- rapid fire. I want a rapid, rapid fire. Let's Hell yeah. Go. Let's go. So are you an early bird or a night owl, which you already expressed? Now I'm up <laughs> real early, honey. Like real early. Yeah. Real. What's real early? Well, my son wakes up between 6.30 and 7, sometimes oh, yeah. earlier. So it depends on what's going on with him. But um, if I know I can't meditate when he's at around 8 o'clock, I'll usually get up earlier to do it. So that would be like mm-hmm. 5 a.m. So And then – Nope. And then I go to bed at like nine. I'm like a grandma. Yeah, you are a grandma. Me too. Actually, it's fine. <laughs> I like the grandma life. Mm-hmm. Um, morning routine before you I, gets up. Well, typically I wake up, I wake him up at 6.30 or 7 or, or hell, he's already awake usually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I get him ready for his bottle. And then my husband gives him a bottle. While my husband's giving him the bottle, I go up and I do a tapping meditation followed by transcendental meditation. And then I... If on a good day, if I don't have meetings in the morning, I'll just go work out. And then I start my, my big, big work day and get things going. And flowing. Get things done. Yeah. You are mm-hmm. so good at working. This is something that I need to also work on. Though I'm very thankful for everything that I've been able to expand in with this podcast, with your own magic. I also have yet to have that hustle and grind mentality. <laughs> I wrote a chapter for you in my book. Perfect. Yeah, it's called There's a More Than Enough to Go Around. So that's your chapter, yeah. baby. Yeah. All right. There's more than enough to go around. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. So we know your sun sign. Now, you know your moon, your rising. I think I'm um, Aries moon, Sag rising. Ooh, a Sag rising. And you're surrounded by Sages. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you have a mantra at the moment? My mantra at the moment is everything is happening around me. I'm truly taken care of. Oh, I love that. Favorite breakfast? Oatmeal with raisins and walnuts. Mm, yes. Do you have a spirit animal? Owls. Oh, that's crazy. You just said that because, I mean, they're one of mine. And today there was a plastic owl that really stood out to me. And you just said that. So you're a dragonfly. Mm-hmm. You introduced me to this mm-hmm. stuff. 
just so you know. Your son's spirit animal. An elephant. My favorite. Where is your favorite place on Mama Earth? Uh, my home. <laughs> New York. Where do you find little nature escapes if you feel that you need it? I live um, most of the time in the country. Oh, perfect. And then about 25% of the time in the city. And the home I was referring to is my country home. Oh, beautiful. I love that. Mm -hmm. Will you Mm -hmm. define love? Love is who we are. Love is our authentic truth. Love is an energy, an ever-present energy that is within us and around us. Define God. God, again, is the same as love. God is that (laughs) ever-present energy of love that is within us and around us. So the universe gave you billboards at absolutely no cost. They're free, a gift for you to share just one message across the main highways and major cities all around the world. What would these billboards read? You are good enough. Oh, yes. Always. And this is the last question that I ask all the Euromagic guests. How would you advise the Euromagic listeners to create their own magic? To spend devoted time visioning what they desire, envisioning what brings them joy and feeling into the feelings of that vision. Oh, right there. You are fire with these. Probably one of the first guests that actually did the random rapid fire rapidly, Mm. but it was magic right there. Mm -hmm. You have so much fire within you too that I can feel and I love it. Mm -hmm. I truly, truly honor the soul you are and all the different messages you are delivering and that you are sharing the truth of your life experiences that most people feel shame to hide. You share and you are healing so much, so many people, including myself in more ways than you even fathom just simply by being you. So thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. (laughs) Where can everyone find you and connect with you? You can find me at gabbybernstein.com and you can grab the book at gabbybernstein.com forward slash super attractive book. Ah, amazing. I hope everyone, actually, I know most everybody's probably like reaching for that now. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, Gabby. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, friend. Thank you. (laughs) Much love. Much love. Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you, and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL, but also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. My Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra. That is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Euromagic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse euronmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is 
the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations. And the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state. For example, like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada (laughs) Anyway, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.